morning. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you're here. Those of you that are here with us via the social media, Facebook Live, we're delighted that you joined us. And I'm thankful that the Lord is here. If you have your Bible, I'd like to direct your attention to the book of Joshua, the 14th chapter. I'll read a couple of verses, verses 11 and 12, Joshua 14, 11 and 12. Jeremy, we're glad to have you today. Happy to have you with us. You're always welcome. We have guests with us. We're so thankful. And uh, for all the home folk that have trudged out today, we say thank you for being here. If you're not a part of this church, we'd love for you to be a part of this church. It's a great church. Pick up a bulletin, find out all of the activities that we have planned, and get involved in any and all that you can. Joshua 14, verse 11, as yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me as my strength was then even so is my strength now for war both to go out and to come in now somebody say now now therefore give me this mountain Whereup the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. I want to preach for the next few moments from this thought. The mountain is mine. Somebody say that with me. The mountain is mine. I want somebody with a word of faith to proclaim that God's going to do for you what you need Him to. If you believe He is, why don't you just put your hands together and give Him a shout of praise and celebrate. Today, the mountain is mine. Somebody say, today, the mountain is mine. Now, it's time for us to reap the harvest that He has. You may be seated. I'm so thankful for the word of the Lord and as we... Heard an excellent study today. I believe it's available online. You need to get on our website and check it out. And if you weren't here or if you want to hear it again, Brother Chris Kaiser did an incredible job today with the study that he gave us from Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. It tells us that in due season, in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. If we'll keep the faith, there's a day that we can say it's harvest time. Here's what I have been feeling and sensing for this congregation. That this is our hour. That now is the time for us to see what he said that we could see. It's time for us to believe for people to walk through those doors into an altar and receive what God has for them. It's time for us to believe that the family that God has been telling us that we can have in the house of the Lord with us are going to appear on a Sunday and sit next to us in the sanctuary and see a Savior compel them to to come and reap that result. I believe that this is our hour. I believe that this is due season. That this is the time and it's our time and I'm ready now. Can I get a witness? Amen. Amen. If you don't know the story, it's an incredible story. And if you haven't 
If you haven't made a decision to read the Bible through, 22 is the year for you. You just need to get a bread chart and start hammering through it. I mean, read the Word of God. There was somebody telling me today, Pastor, I don't know how to pronounce all of the... That's not the most important thing is that you know how to pronounce everything that you read in the Word of God. The important thing is that you're reading the Word of God. And as we heard today, it will always speak something to you because the Word works. I thank God that the Word is quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows, a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. God's Word knows what you need and it's available every day. As he shared that today, in due season ye shall reap if you faint not. I thought about that. I don't want to come this far, Brother Kaiser, after doing everything that I've done. I don't want to come this far and not get the tomato and not get the potato and not get the cucumber. Everything that I've planned, everything that I've done, I'm ready to reap. I'm ready to get it. I'm ready for God to bring back the backslider. I'm ready for God to save your family. I'm ready for God to bless you. I'm ready for God to do what you need Him to. Is there anybody ready for the Lord to do what He said that He would do? I'm ready. So if you don't know the story, Read the word of God and just let the story speak to you. Moses sent out 12 spies. And I'm pretty sure that there's nobody here that can just stand up and spit out the names of the 10 spies other than Joshua and Caleb. Anybody ever heard of Joshua and Caleb? A lot of people have heard of Joshua and Caleb. But nobody... Nobody can stand up and say, you want to know what my ten favorite people in the Bible are? And just start spitting out the names of the ten spies. Nobody's going to do that. Why? Because those were the ones that went and said, we can't. I want to tell somebody something today. Can't, never could, and won't, never will. But there's got to be something in the heart of the apostolic that says, I believe, and because I believe, God is going to do what only He can do. You need to let faith. You say, oh, it's bad, Pastor. Let me tell you how bad it is. This one's sick and that one's sick. And we got problems here and we got problems there. Welcome to the world that we live in. But I want to tell you, the same God that was the God that's part of the Red see and the children of Israel walked over on dry ground is the same one that can solve our circumstance and situation. There is nothing too hard for God. He measures the waters in the hollow of his hand and if I was holding on to anybody's hand I'd want to be holding on to the hand of the one that holds tomorrow in it. So I say today what you need to do is speak a word of faith and say now is my time. Today is my day and I want what you have and I want it now, Brother Kaiser, you were talking about going to fast food and wanting it to happen like that. We were, we were at the quizzing yesterday, and something that doesn't happen very often happened. I let the, I let the kids pick where we were going to eat. Because some people, you know, they just, they just eat. So they can live. Not me. I live so I can eat. 
So I don't want to miss an opportunity. So I generally have in my mind a plan, Brother Donnie, that I'm working so that wherever I'm at, I can get what I want. But yesterday, I was like, okay. You know, I suggested something. Kind of had in my mind already what I was getting. I mean, I could, I don't want to talk about it right now because there's too many people that haven't had anything to eat yet. And so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that. I, I really, I wanted that. And, and they said, oh, no, 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 that's not going to Here's what we, we want Chick-fil-A. Anybody ever been to Chick-fil-A? All right. So Chick-fil-A was the pick of the day. And we got there. And we went in and you stand in line and you, you order. And we ordered and then we walked over to where we sat down, and as we did, <coughs> this gentleman came there behind and said, here's your order. And I said, that, that's my order? I mean, I couldn't, I mean, it was like, like that, man. I mean, I told him what I wanted. I paid for what I told him that I wanted. And by the time I, I hadn't even sat down, and they already had my food at the table. And I'm thinking, ah, this is kind of nice. I, I like that. I like, I like to be able to go in, tell them what I want, pay the bill, and by the time I get to the seat, the food is already showing up. That was pleasing unto me. You know, I think that, that there have been enough opportunities where that I have gone in, or perhaps I've waited in a line of six or seven cars, for fast food, it doesn't happen very often, but I can imagine in my mind how that might be. You wait in a line of six or seven cars at a fast food restaurant, brother. I've done this before. As a matter of fact, it was Chick-fil-A because that's what the kids picked that day. And I was in that line at Chick-fil-A, and I've, I've waited in that real long line and got all the way around, pay the bill, you know. And then you, you pull off, and they don't put in there what you ordered. Has anybody ever had that happen to you? If you didn't raise your hand, you've never been to fast food because that happens at fast food. I mean, you put your order and that there's nothing more frustrating than to have waited and to have paid and to have gone through all that you had to go through to get it and then get ready to get what you want. And you ordered a cheeseburger and they gave you a ham sandwich. I don't want a ham sandwich if I ordered a cheeseburger. There's nothing more frustrating. And uh, you pull off and then you look back. And the only way you get to go tell them about it is if you pull back around and get in a line of 10 or 12 cars. And so I'm like, you know what? Just going to eat the stinking ham sandwich. It's not, that's, that's an allegory. It didn't happen. It was something different. They don't even have ham sandwiches at Chick-fil-A. But what the, the point of the matter is that it's frustrating to not get what you order especially when it takes a long time. I can't imagine, I can't imagine what it's like for somebody that the Lord's been telling you for a long time, I'm going to save your family. I'm going to come through for you. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to do. Has, has the Lord made anybody any promises? I know for me personally, the Lord has prophesied some things. He said some things that hasn't happened yet. Here's what I'm believing for. I'm believing that he's about ready to walk out and say, here it is. Before I can even get to my seat, he's going to have for me what he said that I could have. I don't believe it's going to be messed up. I don't think the order's going to be wrong. I believe that God is going to do for you what you want Him to. God is going to do for you what you need Him to. He's waiting for you. I believe in God better than Chick-fil-A. I want somebody to know that today, I believe that what God said that He would do, He will do for you if you'll keep the faith. Keep the faith. I believe it was Brother Kaiser that said this, and I'm going to try to get this right. 
that what you're before he's going to give you next, you got to be faithful with now. So something along those lines that before he's going to give you next, you got to be faithful with now. Here's what I want to tell the Lord today. I've been faithful with now. I'm ready for next. I've been faithful with now. I'm ready for next. I say today, give me my mouth. So Moses tells 12 spies, go spy out the land. The promised land. The land that I told you that I was going to give you. A land that flows with milk and honey. That sounds pretty good. It's going to be a wonderful place. A promised land. A land that flows with milk and honey. A place that everybody that's a part of the family is going to want to enjoy and sojourn there. So they went. Twelve spies went back and ten came back and said, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. How many of you have ever heard we can't? Can't, 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 can't. Negative, 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 negative. I'm going to tell you something, friend. If you're surrounding yourself with negative people, that's not a good idea. You need to surround yourself with people that say, I'm with you, I'm for you, and God's going to get this done. He went with 12 and 10 came back and said, we can't. There were two. There were two that came back that said, we can't. There's giants in the land, but we can take care of them. No problem. We can handle it. They aren't too much for our God. It's a promised land. God said that we can have it. There were grapes the size of grapefruits. And man, I want to go where the milk and honey flow. And so there was something in Joshua. The Bible describes it as this. It tells you in the Bible that Joshua and Caleb had another spirit. They had a different spirit. That a different attitude. I want to encourage you. Let's not conform to the mindset of the masses. Let's make up our own mind as a child of God that we aren't going to conform. Now, you say, you preaching about the vaccine today? No, Pastor. I think you need to focus in on what I'm trying to talk about. I'm not making a political statement. I want you to understand what I'm talking to you about today is that God has some serious things that he wants to give us as a church. There are things that are more important than vaccines. There are things that are more important than mandates. There are things more important than current affairs. I want to tell you, there is a place called heaven and I want to go there. And not only do I want to go there, but I want everybody here to go there. And I want everybody out there to go there. And I want to tell you something. You can go to heaven with the vaccine and you can go to heaven without a vaccine. But the only way you're going to heaven is if you change your stinking negative attitude and make up your mind that this is the day that the Lord hath made I will rejoice and be glad in it and I'm not going to get negative I don't care how negative they get out there I've got my mind made up I'm going to keep going to the house of God and I'm going to keep believing that he's going to save my loved one and I'm going to keep believing that he's going to deliver me from my addiction and I'm going to keep believing that he's going to save me from my sickness and I'm going to keep believing that God's going to do what he said he's going to do you need to have faith today and believe quit believing the reports of the negative and start believing the report of the Lord. Whose report are you going to believe? I believe the report of the Lord. Now, for those of you that don't know, on the 6th of February, we're going to have an anniversary service. It's one of my best friends, Brother Chuck Carr, one of the best preachers you'll ever hear. Brother Chuck Carr, he's coming. He's preaching Sunday morning and Sunday night. And we're celebrating 19 years. Whoa! What, are you kidding me? That's a long time. I think about 19 years we're celebrating as being pastor, the first lady of this fine church. Brother Clyde, I've been preaching here for 19 years. Man. And as I think about that, I think about what 
Caleb, I mean, Caleb, he, he went with Joshua, and he, he's been saying, he's been saying for 40 years, we can do this. Now, I've been saying it almost 20, so about half that time. I've been saying that about half that time. So I'm knowing how I'm feeling after almost half that time preaching. We can do this. Come on, it's going to happen. Somebody believe with me. And then, you know, you believe me. The ten spies did not, they, they weren't the only ones in the scriptures that were negative. And they're not the only people in this world that are negative. Now, keep it real quiet, but there have been negative people that have sat in this sanctuary. There have been people that have come and said, Ah, that preacher's just, he's just pie in the sky. That, Brother Clyde, there have been people that said, That that ain't gonna happen. That can't happen. That won't happen. Now, I'm not pointing at any of you. I pray to God there's nobody here today that would come out and ice skate into church that would be negative. I got a feeling that I'm preaching to people that you wanted to be here. Because if you didn't want to be here, just I don't want to disappoint anybody. But if you didn't want to be here, today would have been an easy day. You'd have got a pass today. Today would have been an easy day to skip church. All you people, we love you that stayed in. God bless you. I'm not mad at you today. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're tuning in on Facebook Live. But what I'm saying is I'm preaching to people that you wanted to be here. So since you brushed your teeth and combed your hair, if you got any, and you came to church today, I want to tell you that I'm proud of you that you made up your mind. I'm going to be positive enough to go to church, and I'm going to have faith to believe that when I get there, that God's going to show up, and He's going to tell me something. Let me tell you what He's telling you. It's time for you to take your your mountain. You've been preaching it. You've been believing it. You've had faith. It's your time to take your mountain. Caleb said, now listen, listen, the Lord, now this is a powerful testimony. The Lord has kept me alive. That's what he said. You've never read this. You just read. I, I, I just took a couple of verses out, but I'm going to preach this. I'm going to tell you. He, he said, the Lord, I want to tell you about right now. Right now I'm celebrating this, that the Lord has kept me alive. And I don't know if he just hadn't had anything else to preach that day, but that's not real inspiring. I'm alive. There are times... Is anybody here when I'm preaching to you right now? There are times that we ought to celebrate the fact that we are still here. Because I want to tell somebody something. The devil, if he'd have got done what he wanted to get done, there would not be a church. There would not be First Church, United Pentecostal Church of Kenneth, right here in Kenneth. But I got news for the devil. We're still here and we ain't going nowhere. The Lord has kept us and the Lord has brought us here. And I feel strong enough to say today that I'm ready for the mountain that he told me I could have. I'm ready for this place to be packed and putting folding chairs out. I'm ready for your loved ones to fill this house up. I'm ready for you to believe for God to do for you what you need Him to. Is there anybody ready? So He kept me alive. That's good. But what's better is, now this guy, this guy was 40 when he started. And he's 80 
when he's talking. Now, I've been here, I've been here a long time. When I came here, Brother Clyde, I was a young man. I ain't young no more. I've been here a long time. What I'm finding out is that I don't feel the same way I felt physically. You, if there were any of you that were here when I first came, you remember, I mean, I could, I could jump up. I'd, I'd give Johnny and Beth the what for. I mean, I'd, I'd fill these places, I'd fill these altars up with scuff marks from my black shoes. I'd jump over benches. I mean, I would be, I'm about out of breath just thinking about it right now. I mean, I came and I was young. I was strong and I was excited and I was preaching passionately and, and, and I, as far as physically, man, I felt a whole lot better back then than I do now. But that's what happens when you get old. Are there any old people here today? That's what I thought. Here's what I want you to understand. That I believe, I believe that Caleb who was 40 years older than he was. He was 40 years older than he was, Sister Miguel, when he went and said, we can do this. And yet he was still saying, we can do this. Here's what I believe. He may have had hair that was turning gray or turning loose. He may have needed to get some readers so he could read what he was about to tell him. He may have needed to have had some assistance in getting from the place that he parked into the building. He may have been physically getting older. But there was still something. I want to remind you what the Bible said. He had another spirit. There was still something about his spirit that said, I know I said it 40 years ago, but I'm still saying it today. That mountain is mine. I want to tell some of you something. I'm still preaching as passionately as I was when I came almost 20 years ago. And I still got the same faith that I had. Have we been through hell? You better believe it. But we're still going. I want hell to know today we're still here. And we're not going anywhere but to that mountain. And give me that mountain. Somebody said that mountain's mine. So he says this. The Lord kept me alive. And I still have my strength. To go out. And to war. If you think we're going to get it just because we say it. This is not say it. Blab it. Grab it. I heard somebody say today. That the harvest. That's where the work starts. Yeah, you got to till the ground, plant the seed, water it. But man, when things start springing up, it's time to go to work. It's time to go to work. It's time to go to work. This is a rallying cry right now. This is a rallying cry right now. I want these. I want to awaken you to hear me. I want. I want Masterpiece Club to hear me. I want to hear. I want to hear some grandmas and grandpas say Amen. I want to believe that moms and dads are going to hear what I'm saying. This is our time. Behold, now is our time. He's going to do a new thing, and the new thing is we're not going to have to wait before we can even get to our seat. It's going to be there. I want to tell somebody something. This. 
this is the day for you to believe that what you've been praying for, you're going to see it when you get here. I want you to start coming on Sunday and saying, who's going to be sitting by me today? Who's going to the altar today? Who's getting the Holy Ghost today? Who's getting healed today? I want somebody to know this is better than Chick-fil-A today. You can have your mountain. I want you to know it's been a long time, yes, but the Lord has kept you here and you're still alive and you still have vision and you still believe it's time to see it. Give me my mountain. Give me my mountain. So if you would, please put verse 11 on the screen. As yet, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now. Somebody say now. For war... Both to go out and to come in. I want to tell you something. This is our hour. This is our time. But it doesn't happen if we don't fight for it. It's not a time to stop praying. It's not a time to stop fasting. It's not a time to stop reading the Word of God. It's not a time to stop witnessing. It's not a time to stop giving. It's not a time to not give everything that you have in time, energy, effort, and finance. This is the time for you to do everything that you have been doing and more so that we can see the harvest that He says is out. As I look out of my home to the field that is behind. Brother Kaiser, there were some days that I would look out and that field was full. It was white, popping up and out everywhere. And as it happened, Brother Clyde, I kept wondering, how long before they come and get it? It's my understanding. I don't know a lot about it. I, I, I understand that the better, it, the better it is, is when it hasn't been weathered. That the rain and the snow and the bad things that would come again. That it's better if you get it as quickly as you can. So when I would look out, Sister Millen, I would be thinking, how long before the combines get here? How long before they come and get this in? Because it's worth more. The more they get, the better it is. I want to tell you something, friend. I believe as we look into this city, as you look into your families, as you you look into your home. The fields are white already to harvest. He's ready for you to get the combine. You know what I see in the harvest season? I see them out there in the middle of the night. The lights are shining. They're getting as much in as they possibly can. I want to tell somebody something. Yes, we're still here and we're not satisfied with where we are. We want more. So it's time for you to reap the harvest and declare as Caleb did. Give me this mountain. I'll fight for it. I was 40 and now I'm 80, but I'm still ready to fight. I was a young man, now I'm older, but I'm still ready to fight. Is there anybody ready to fight for what the Spirit says that you can have? Somebody say, the mountain's mine. It's a word of faith. The mountain's mine. But just because you said it doesn't mean you get it. You have to fight for what you get. Verse 12, please, and I'll close. Now, somebody say now. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. What's he, what's he declaring here? He's declaring that the mountain is his and he's ready for it. 
He goes on to say, whereof the Lord spake in that day, 40 years ago. For thou heardest in that day how that the Anakims were there. And that the cities were great and fenced. And just like then, so too now. If that's the truth, the Lord will be with me. And I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. I got a feeling he was looking around saying, I wish, I wish this had happened 40 years ago. Sister McMillan, I wish this would have happened 20 years ago. I wish this would have happened so that precious man that sat by you and came and danced in these aisles and gave his life for the success of this sanctuary. I wish that it had happened so that he could have seen it. I wish so badly that it could have happened and it would have happened so the pop cooks of this sanctuary, of this great congregation, could have seen it. I wish that it would have happened while Carol and Priscilla were still a part of this great church. But it didn't. But just because it didn't happen so that he could see it or that he could see it or that they could see it doesn't mean that it won't happen. How easy would it have been how easy would it have been? Let's just be transparent and honest. It'd be easy just to say, okay, so we're never going to see it. We tried. We kept it up. We did the best we could. I gave my best effort to hit the ball. Put 20 years in. And, well, you see, just didn't happen the way that they said. The only time this sanctuary has been filled putting chairs out was when there was a memorial service. There's a way to honor the memory of those that have gone on. And that is today to say, I still believe the mountain's mine. There are seats that are empty today more than normal. But even on a normal Sunday, there are many pews and benches that are not filled. That the Savior said we could have them. I believe it's your family and mine that will fill these seats that are in this sanctuary and that there is a day, and I believe soon, that this sanctuary will be filled. Really, it depends on what you believe. Caleb said, He kept me alive. And I still feel the strength to go out and get it. So right now, I want my mountain. Stand with me. What is it that you want? Who is it that you want? What is it that you need? Who is it that you want to see? Is it a loved one? Is it a friend? Is it a co-worker? Is it someone that you see in the city that the Lord has put a burden on your heart? What is it? Who is it? God's told you you could have it. You haven't seen it yet. I want to tell you. The fact that you're still here and you still want it means that he's ready today to do for you what you need him to do. It's not by accident that you're here, that you're viewing online. For the Spirit as it speaks today would say to you, as he said to Caleb, because you have another spirit, because you're still here and you had faith then and you still have faith now and you're ready to go to war, I'm going to give you this amount. And I'm going to give you this amount now. 
down. Now, therefore, give me my mouth. Heads bowed, eyes closed today. I preach to you, this mountain's mine. This mountain's mine. I wonder, I wonder if there might be somebody here that you've been given a promise. You've been given a word. You've been praying and believing for God to do this, 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 and that. And it hasn't happened just yet. But your faith has not failed. And you're still here believing today. I wonder if that's you. Would you just slip your hand up and say, Pastor, I still believe. Pastor, I still believe. Pastor, I still believe. And I want them to begin to sing. And as they do, I want every one of you that has faith. Every one of you that has faith that God today will do for you what you need Him to, what you want Him to. Step to the front of this building and say, The mountain's mine. The mountain's mine. The mountain's mine. Give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. It hasn't happened yet, but it will. It hasn't happened yet, but it will. Let your face say, today is my day. Give me this mountain. Come on, as they sing, I want you to pray. Pray a prayer of faith and say, today's my day. I'm going to see it. I'm going to say it until I see it. I'm going to say it until I see it. I'm going to say it until I see it.